Great morning, great morning, everybody. Kendall, how love, you doing, man? I love how you always say great. Great, man. It's, it's you know, E.T. says it, man. It says. I like that. From from good to great, right? So I'm yep. just like, everything's great, not good. <laughs> E.T., the hip-hop preacher, Eric Thomas, we're reading his book right now, Average Skill, Phenomenal Will. I'm great, Coop. How are you? I'm I'm great, man. Can't 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 complain. Uh, just another day, another week. Uh, blessed. Uh, but you know, I gotta I gotta say, uh, the wife already came at us. Um, seven a.m. <laughs> Monday morning. Uh, so this literally, I'm just saying, Caleb. Like she and she said it. I didn't even. I didn't even. It didn't even cross my mind. This is not even like a a technical. Hey, this is more just this is more like a Lindsay thing. Uh, so you you remember last week you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit, you know, go to the gym, uh, get my protein shake, and then go to the pool or something like that." Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She she was mad. You you didn't. You're not taking the Arbon protein, bro. Oh my gosh, man! And she said it. it she said it so quick though, like. She was like, oh, protein. <laughs> that's how you know that's how you know she's focused on her oh, yeah. craft. Oh yeah. She's trying to she's yeah. trying to get everybody on this R bomb, man. What what I've been <laughs> Yep, that Yep, a cup. Yeah, just just take that one, man. Just, just, just so you, just go. so y'all know, uh it was raining and I had to work. So <laughs> I did not go to the pool. My plan to just chill for an hour. Did not happen, and oh, I went to work. Man, that's funny. All right, well, we'll see if she lets you pass, man. Uh, I won't. Okay, yeah, my bad. It's all good. Just don't mention <laughs> just just don't mention protein no more. Okay, yeah, or, or, yeah. no, we'll be. Yeah, it, we'll be. I should have said breakfast. You should. Uh, <laughs> today Who we got the, today. Today on the pod podcast, uh, we are interviewing. Um, we're interviewing a young. A young hustler is what I'm going to call it. Um, uh, I know this. I know this dude. You know, through some short, brief conversations, but uh, I like what he has to say. And we've never had somebody on the podcast like him before, so it's going to be good. Mm. All right, let's get to it. All right, guys, I am uh, going to turn it over to Caleb, and he will bring in our guest for today. All right, everybody. Today we got. Yaroslaw. Yaroslaw and I met on a online um, chat forum, you know, just where people get together and ask questions about real estate or being an entrepreneur. And we got talking about podcasts and um, I'm, we'll get to this. Yaroslaw runs a really cool podcast and online forum himself, but we asked him to come on shipbuilding. Yaroslaw, uh, good morning. Thanks for being here. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Jaroslav Bagri. Um, I guess my full-time job at this point in time is an iOS developer. Um, so I work for a company, you know, building apps. Uh, that's kind of what I do. Um, on the side, though, that's when I start doing, you know, my entrepreneurship stuff, my side hustles. Um, and my main goal is to have those side hustles become my mainstream of income. So I kind of want, I, I like to call myself like a, uh, future full-time side hustler um, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm not full-time side hustling, uh, but I want to have multiple streams of independent income. Um, all of them being side hustles and, you know, they all bring me in uh, enough income to actually live off of. So I don't have to have a full-time job. Mm. Um, but at this point in time, you know, I've been working um, and it's, and it's actually been helping me a lot, uh, out a lot. And I'll get to that uh, on, on why it's actually helping me um, a little later in the podcast. But um yeah, but basically, uh, you know, I, I run a few things at this point uh, at this moment in time. Uh, one of them is called Indie Stack, and that's the uh, community and slash podcast that Caleb was talking about at the beginning of the intro. Um, and basically, what it is is a community for independent entrepreneurs. Um, so people that want to be independent, um, you know, basically entrepreneurial, but but solo entrepreneurs, kind of a solopreneur. I call it an indie entrepreneur, an independent entrepreneur, mm -hmm. uh, where you know, you do, you know, you have a business, could be real estate, could be some stocks, could be stock trading, could be a newsletter, could be a podcast you run, 
could be a software business that you've created or bought into, you know, like a SaaS. Uh, it could be a course you created. It could be an ebook you write. Uh, it could be a membership site uh, like IndieStack. Uh, it could be anything you, you want, but, you know, you do it solo. You bring it all together. You make your full-time income and, uh, and you live happily ever after not having to worry about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, you live, you live happy with you know, not having to worry about, you know, having a boss, um, someone that can fire you the next day or any day, really. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of the big thing that, you know, why people why people are saying entrepreneurship is risky. Mm-hmm. That it's true. It is. It's risky. It's hard to get started. Sure. Income can go away. Uh, you got you got customers you got to deal with. You got clients. You got X, Y, Z. You got orders, whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's hard. But is it riskier than having a full-time job? That's that's the thing that I think a lot of people are misunderstanding. Full-time job, you have one stream of income. You got one thing that's bringing you in, you know, all your resources that you need to, you know, live off of, you know, pay for your rent mm-hmm. slash mortgage, uh, for your food, for trips, for, for whatever. You got one, you know, you got like one person or one thing that, you know, one stream of income that could go out, that, that could really go away at any point. Because um, really, you work for a business, that business can get hit. As we've seen with, you know, with COVID, uh, coronavirus, you know, a lot of people losing jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have one income. A lot of people are, you know, foreclosing, getting kicked out, you know, uh, evictions, you know, X, Y, Z. And uh, it's, it's been pretty bad. So, but, you know, if you've had, if you have multiple different streams of income, all, all doing a little bit, you know, something different. Um, it's actually much, you know, much less riskier than having one job. It's no, no different than, diver, uh, you know, a, a diversified stock portfolio, right? Exactly. You know, buying, exactly. buying one stock or 10, right? Um, exactly. Cooper, I got a question unless you have one. Man, uh, th- he already like knocked it out the park already. Like, I already <laughs> got stuff written down. You can go though. You can go. Just, I'm going to keep the same train of thought. We, we, you know, Cooper and I, we love what you're saying. Um, no, what's good. What motivated you to get started on this? What, what, tell us a little bit about your why. Yeah. The why, yeah, that, where do I even get started? That's, that's, that's a big why. Yeah. So, so I'm 28 right now. I've been out of college for, let's see, about five, almost five years. I think I got graduated around 2015, about five years or so for four to five years. Um, so when I had an internship, my first internship, I was about, I was about 20, 21 years old, you know, first, first time really working a, a job, you know, like a career job that, you know, the job that you think you're going to be doing for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Um, you know, going to college, you know, and I got, I got a pretty good major. I got, I'm an electrical engineer, uh, programming, you know, electrical engineer slash programming. It's, it's, it's good, you know, yeah, it's hard, but, but it's good. It good, makes good money. You know, I'm going into my first day of my first internship, literally the first work experience I've had other than, you know, I've had similar smaller work experience kind of working as a, you know, like, you know, the, the smaller things, Target or Walmart, you know, doing little shelving and stuff, you know, but that, that's, that's, you know, we all know that goes away at some point, right? But, you know, this is like the career. This is the thing that people are saying, now you're going to do this for 40 years of your life. And I'm like, all right, this, this got to be good, right? This has to be good. Come in, you know, and first day, it's always fine. You know, first week is, it's all right. You know, as, as always, you know, you don't do anything crazy, but then it starts hitting you after week and week after week after week, you know, you're doing the same thing. You listen to the same person. People are saying you're not doing things right or, you know, not doing the things that how, how they want to do it. Um, you got, you know, you got to take time. You got to ask to take time off. Um, you know, I'm saying like, yeah, like I have to Friday, you know, I want to take off, you know, feeling tired. Just want to kind of chill out nice day outside spend time with, you know, the girlfriend or the family or whatever. Uh-huh. And, you know, you know, they're saying, hey, you know, you, you can't do that because we got a project due and, uh, you know, we need you that day. So, you know, I'm sorry, you got to come in. I'm like, well, that, that kind of sucks. Uh, so. There's, there's just a lot of reasons that, you know, after having my first internship and I, and I, then I thought, you know, the second time it'd be better. So I, I gave it a few times, you know, first internship it, and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. I like when I, when I went there after, after my, after I finished my first internship, I was like, yeah, you know, this, I'm not sure if this is what I want to do for 40 years of my life. Um, and that's kind of what got me started. That kind of like, that kind of gave me the itch, the entrepreneurial itch, essentially, essentially the business itch. Um, cause I, then I started reading things online about entrepreneurs and how they're making bank, um, and how they're, you know, creating companies and selling, you know, you know, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, man, billions and billions of dollars that, that got me started. 
Um, and I'll kind of kind of get into the reasons why that that's not really for me. Um, but you know, that got that got me started with the startup world, <clears throat> stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that, that's basically the why. Is kind of in essence is it's it, it's kind of boring. You're doing the same thing. You got you're not free in the sense that you know you have got to be there at nine to five. Can't really there, there's you know sure you can do seven to three. You know, but either way, you're, you're forty. You know, they're forty hours a week. You know, and ten of those hours are just kind of spent screwing off, talking to people. Yeah, so I might as well be there for thirty hours, and I'll just do real legit work, then go home and get ten extra hours. You know, to to, to do whatever I want. But now you got to be there forty, so you screw off for ten, and then you you know you you work your thirty, which is really how how it actually goes. Um, for anyone that's had like a full time forty hour a week corporate job. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the why. Um, I don't know if I answered the question. Well, not there, but so maybe I'll summarize it. And freedom, your, your experience, freedom. yeah, your experience in corporate America definitely motivated you to have more freedom. Correct. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I can. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Like one sentence summary right there. No, and not that I need you to be more succinct, but I, I just make sure why I'm following wrong, following along. Yep. Um, Coop, what you got, man? Man, so I just love. This might be a point we talk about after. Um, <clears throat> how. Uh, your your old slaw, um, like people, I just feel like that was a good reminder for me. You know, you're at a job for forty plus years of your life. Like I just think of you know multiple people that they think about that, but they don't think about it. You know, because you know people, um, they just feel like they can't do anything else, and there's no other. Option. I just there's no other option, yep. and I and I love. Um, how Yaroslav said that that right there gave him the itch. And I just think of like how many people just kind of shut down and are not happy, just go to a job, miserable. Um, but people like Yaroslav are, are making it, making it happen. So I just, I just love that. Um, my question for you, uh, Yaroslav is why do you still work your job and have your hustles on the side? Yeah, that's 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 a good question, and uh, I guess the reason why I'm still working at, at this moment in time, um, and actually, well, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. So, I'll, I'll start with the first one, um, and that kind of brings into to, to things that I, I know you guys do, uh, real estate. So that that's one reason, and I'll, I'll I'll get into that, and I I think you guys might know where I'm going with this, but I've got, I I got into real estate as one of my quote-unquote side hustles uh, per se. Uh, if you, you could call it like a side hustle, um, and what I've what I've read, and I've you know I've been on bigger pockets, and I've kind of I got a few uh, family members that kind of do real estate uh, investing, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a good way to build wealth. It's a good way to build uh, passive income or like semi passive income. Um, it's a really good stream of income that I that I knew I wanted to have hundred percent. When I was thinking about what I want to do. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, real estate is one thing I, I want to have under my belt. And that's one thing I really want to do. The reason why having a job is good is because banks give you loans much easier. If you have a, you know, a full-time corporate American yeah. job, they give you loans. Yeah. I mean, I got a loan so quick. I literally did not have to worry about getting a loan. They just gave it to me. I make good, I give me, I make good money solo. Um, and I can, I easily bought, you know, I bought two, two properties, uh, Right off the bat, I, I and I and you know that that corporate job gave me the enough you know enough money combined with some personal finance, I was able to save a good amount of money, and in about four years working a corporate job, I was like, yep, I got enough money, and I just bought I, I bought two properties, um, and they gave me a loan for for both, so I got two loans and they gave me a loan and and basically you know they approved it, so I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's going to be really hard doing, if you're you know if you're if you're an entrepreneur if you're solo. Uh, it's hard to get that loan um, unless you got, you know, good, you know, unless you got like what, uh, got two years of solid, you know, money, self-employed money. Yeah. Self-employed yep. money, two years or three years. I don't know how long it is Two. you know, but but you, yep. really, you, know yep. you really got to make a lot of money for that, you know? So I was like, well, you know, if real estate's going to be my, my big, my core um, for my, like, I, I kind of called it your indie stack, it's your stack of incomes. I want real estate to be my core, uh, you know, income generating, uh, stream of income, you know, passive income there. And I knew that you kind of need a job. Well, you don't need one, but it makes it a lot easier to get into real estate and uh, start building up your portfolio, your real estate portfolio, if you got that job. So 
that's one reason why I still have a job at this point. I, I'm still looking to acquire a few more properties. Um, and I need some money for that uh, as a down payment. Uh, the other reason is I, you know, I have, I have a wife and a newly born son. So he's about two months old. Oh, hey, congrats. And, uh, congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, that's thanks. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope, hopefully you don't hear him crying. He's, he's been crying, he's been crying uh, every now and then. So hopefully he's not here now. I don't think he, I don't think he should be because I closed the door. But uh, oh, you good. yeah, you know, that, that's the other reason, you know, and, uh, you know, I could live with my parents uh, and, you know, not have a job. But, you know, I mean, you got a family, you got a wife, you know, you know, you got to kind of be independent at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one one thing that we did or one thing I did is after college, I did move in with my parents. I lived there for three years, three and a half years. And then also with my wife for six months until I, you know, got enough money to buy the, the properties. And now I'm living kind of well it's it's a it's a twin home so you guys know what a twin home is yeah yeah yep. yeah so i live in one so it's two houses you know i live in one and the other half i'm renting uh kind of like whatever what it's called like house hacking yeah um mm. yeah but that's the other reason I'm, I'm currently having a job is you know to support the family uh, my wife is uh, doing full-time schooling um as well as um you know taking care of the, the, the yeah, baby essentially. being a mom um being, yeah being a mom which you know and and, and i was thinking you know with it, it it just makes more sense to have her take care of the, the baby as opposed to like daycare because daycare just costs literally almost like a full time. It's job. crazy. It's, kind of, it's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, unless you're making like 150 K unless, you know, your wife's yeah. making like, you know, six figures, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make sense for, you know, for that. I mean, you know, it all depends on your personal situation. Right. But I, I kind of did it, you know, my own, I did the calculations and just realized it's pretty much the same thing. Um, but anyways, those are the two big reasons why I still have a full-time job. Um, and, and, and I don't hate it. I mean, the, like, sure, the first first few jobs jobs I had doing, like, real low-level firmware uh, design and programming of, of uh, you know, of, like, industrial controllers, you know, industrial, like, mm-hmm. like, like CAD. You can talk about, like, you know, CAD, CAD uh, the company, Caterpillar, like, all those things that programming that. Like, that's, that, I guess that really wasn't what I wanted to do. But now that I... I slowly got into uh, iOS development through my startup kind of kind of side gigs that I've been doing, um, and and I enjoy I enjoy doing iOS development and the team that I'm working with now I, I enjoy so it's not like it's not bad, but I don't want to get caught up in the forty year thing. Yep, um, I still want to go solo. You know that's my main goal. It just it's easier now. It's a little better. Yeah, um, so that's that's another reason. It's it's not as bad as it was when I first started. Yeah. Um, but still not the best. That makes sense. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's when the t- when the timing is right. You know, you know, you you'll, right. you'll make it happen. But at the 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 real estate thing for sure. That I mean, you know, you mentioned that you're 28. <clears throat> you know, just starting to build your um, you know, your independent stack as you call it. Um, before I ask my question, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, Coop. Have you ever um, you ever heard of income described as horizontal or vertical? vaguely it might be a Yaroslav what about you yeah I mean that's that's kind of the the, the whole point uh like with with the indie stack it's kind of uh the visual you know, kind of like the, the visual yeah you kind of see it you you know you got horizontal you got vertical incomes I mean vertical is more like your job I, I gotta, your nine to five yeah yeah yep nine to five then you got your horizontals right which is your side incomes you know you got your real estate you got your uh stock dividend portfolio you got maybe uh, I'm building a SaaS on the side of software as a service, you know, because I'm a developer. Yep. I got some skills there. So I'm trying to build a SaaS. That, that's another stream of income I want, you know. Then I have uh, I have the community, the indie stack community, which at this point is not making money, but at some point potentially. Maybe could. Make, could. Oh, a couple hundred, yep. maybe a month or something. Um, you know, you add those all up. They're all diversified incomes. You know, my real estate, you know, at some point once I, you know, pay off the properties, probably be pulling in like five or six K a month. Um you know, stock portfolio can easily be making me in dividends about eight, five to five hundred to a thousand a month. My SaaS, once it's once I built it and kind of marketed it, you know, easy two k a month. You know, another, uh, you know, indie stack community potentially make you know a couple make a couple hundred a month. You know, you add that all up, you get ten k. You know, you got your indie stack, you got your stack of incomes. They're all independent. You're, you're running them solo, um, but yet you got the freedom, and you don't have to have that full time job because your your income you know your side hustles are making you income yeah i love i love the visual of those incomes you know horizontally stacking on top of each other and then i have a good friend who always talks about yeah i mean picture yourself sleeping or laying horizontal and you're still making money 
right? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that that that's my favorite like thing to think about when it comes to horizontal. Is it doesn't Warren Buffett or someone says that like if you if you only make money at your job or or when you work you'll be broke or something? Oh like yeah, that? someone does say that. Something yeah. says that like you yeah. have to find a way to make money in your sleep or yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who that was. I don't know who that was, but I did. I, I yeah, and that was that was you know I've I've been reading a lot of quotes, and that's one of the quotes that you know kind of hit me. I was like, yeah, dude, make money while you sleep. Pass it, you know passive income. It just sounds good. One of my one of my first little side hustles I had in college was there was a, a, a an adult group home where they needed someone to um watch the you know watch over the adults at night but you were allowed to sleep as long as nothing was going on and instantly I was like how do I not, how, how do I not like go take this job as a college student <laughs> right nice. like yeah how do I not but uh yeah so let's get back to your story so were there any, I mean, whether it's someone you could go and talk to or someone that, you know, you read about like Mark Zuckerberg or, you know, someone, you know, local or in your family, you want to talk about maybe two or three people that you looked up to or had relationships with or created relationships with just as you were developing, you know, your plan to, you know, get all these independent indie stacks. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there, there, yeah, there's a few people, my, my uncle, um, who lives in Ukraine actually, and uh, he does, you know, he's forty. Well, he's fifty-two right now, but he basically retired at forty. Um, and he kind of, you know, and, and he he tells he tells me this all the time. I don't know if it's true, but he's like, he thought of this before Robert Kiyosaki thought about. Oh, really? Basically buying buying properties and renting it out. Like that's you know, because you know that's what Robert Kiyosaki does. Yep. Um, but I don't I don't think that's true. Anyways, he he uh, he earned a, you know he earned a good amount of money in um, kind of two thousand seven two thousand eight. Uh, area maybe a little earlier than that he's you know he's been doing real estate investing for a while in ukraine um a little it's similar but a little different um right but you know he he's he has about uh almost 10 um I, you know they're they you know people don't rent houses out they rent um uh, kind of like condos out flats, that's kind of the big condos, thing. flats flats yeah. condos yeah um kind of in major cities that's kind of where people love to live um so he owns 10 of those and, ma- and you know each of them is given i mean and he's up you know has he has them all paid off right so mm. they're all paid off 10 you know all you know it's about anywhere from 50 to a hundred thousand dollars per flat right um so he's about a million million something uh in uh, equity sure uh that's you know that's given him about five to six uh maybe 7k a month or something uh plus or minus and in ukraine you know you times that by four because that's basically how much you know you know, so in, in in American terms, he's making almost thirty k a month essentially. Sure. Um, because you know, you know, different economies, different things. But yeah, he's you know, that's one thing I was looking at. That I'm like, wow. So you're when I visited him, you know, the first time about five years ago. Well, not the first time, but uh, the first time I was really like interested in things. And yeah. Kind of realized what he was doing, and I was like, wait a minute. So you don't actually do anything? Like. Like you don't go to work every day. He's like, no, I, I, this, I just like, you know, I'm on the phone all the time, you know, kind of handling, you know, one, cl- you know, one uh, tenant needs something there, something one, you know, right. someone Man- needs there, managing it. without someone there. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, that's that sounds awesome. So you're making like literally bank, doing nothing, living in a pretty nice house in like one of the nice, you know, nice cities in, uh, you know, in Kiev, which is like really, you know, that's like the, that's basically New York essentially in America. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, this this is good. This is you know, you're living. Pretty much like in the top one percent. I like, see yeah, what so you're this... doing, and I like it. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so your yeah. uncle was kind of one of the, you know, one of your your Mount Rushmores of people to get you going. Yep, exactly. And I, you know, and I knew him personally, right? It's it's mm-hmm. my uncle. You know, I, like I know him. I talk and talk to him. I can call call him up and be like, "Hey, what's up? How, how are your properties?" You know, and uh, and I and I saw in, in real life someone that I actually know pulled this off. I was like, "Yep, that's that's one thing I want to do." So that, that for sure got me started in the, the real estate track. Um, the other thing that another guy is uh, uh, Justin Jackson. Uh, he's, I don't know if you, you know, you, you guys probably don't know him, but he's, uh, he does, he's in the indie hacking scene, indie hacking scene and he has a, uh, and you guys might be interested in this uh, podcast uh, hosting platform called Transistor.fm. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it costs a little bit of money. It's like, it's like 20, 30 bucks a month, but you know, he built that. Uh, well, he wasn't the programmer, but he was the marketer. Oh, for sure. That. And he's, and he's in the uh, indie hacking scene. So him and his co-founder, um, they built this, uh, you know, software essentially the SaaS, and they're charging thirty bucks a month. Um, 
and I kind of started, you know, cause I am a software guy and I was looking how, to, you know, how do I make money doing, you know, the thing that I know what to do, which is software, developing software, specifically web apps and mobile apps. Um, and I saw, you know, and I, and I was in the whole Starbucks <clears> for a bit, uh, but then I got, I, I kind of got, you know, I realized that wasn't really for me, the, the, you know, hundred hour week, you know, Elon Musk, you know, yeah. grind until you die. Just grind. You know, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't for me. But then I, I was on Twitter one day and I saw Justin Jackson. I don't know if someone retweeted it or something, um, but he was just kind of saying, you know, that he, he, you know, he wants to build a life where he can still spend time with his family, you know, travel, still make that income. Uh, with a few products and I was like yeah that's that sounds also like kind of what I want to do um, and and you know he's he's do, making this thing called transistor.fm the software um, that he runs with one other guy so he, both of them do it solo and they're making um, I believe they're making like 50,000 a month at this point um, but they're you know they're slowly getting there and that's another guy and he's he's 37 I'm like yeah you know he started when he was 27 28 and I'm like yeah I'm kind of in the boat uh, in that same sort of boat and I see what you've done um, and it looks achievable, you know. Um, so that was that was another person that I was really looking up to, and I still I still look up to, and I talk to him every now and then on Twitter. Um, and I was going to meet him at some point, but because of the COVID thing, the, COVID, yeah, the, uh, right? The conferences uh, kind of got shut down. He's going to go to a MicroConf, which is a kind of a Minneapolis-based indie hacking um, mm. conference that I was going to. Everyone kind of meets at, and uh, I was going to go there this year for the first time, but got shut down. Um, and the other guy, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I have a those two are great, yeah, those, those two. And, and one, one thing that you're doing and that I try to do too, and I'm, it's not rocket science, but literally, like, you're not like you're not reinventing the wheel by any means. It's hey, you know, this is the this works for real estate, and this works for SaaS. Like, uh, clearly, and, and you, you just copy and paste yep. and just add right, your own little right, twist, right. and there you go. Right, you've made yep. it. So I think that's great. Two great people to look up to. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Those are the, yeah. And I'm sure there's, I mean, there's a lot more, you know, I just can't think of, think of off off the top of my head. Yeah. It's a hard question. It's a hard, it it is a hard question. Coop, you've been quiet. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just taking it all in, bro. I'm just taking it all (laughs) in. Uh, So uh, you're all slow with, okay. So you, you work in your job, you have these side hustles, um, so what was the, like the most recent, um, epiphany that you had in regards to, okay, this is, this is the path. I know this is the path I need to be on. The, I guess, uh, you know, the latest epiphany I've had is, and that's kind of, you know, what I'm, you know, and it's a general subject, but, you know, digital entrepreneurship is kind of where I see a lot of people are kind of heading, you know, they got, you know, we got digital products. You know, people are creating ebooks. People are creating courses. Mm-hmm. People are having courses, newsletters, uh, software that that people pay for. So things that don't exist physically, that's on the internet. You know, that's digital. Um, people are w- paying real money for. Um, so things that you just create, you know, from the from from scratch. You know, people are paying for. So that's kind of the the, the big thing that I'm kind of into right now. Um, and I'm really at this point into uh, one thing that I, you know, in, in that in that niche or basically in that subcategory, there's, you know, you go down one, um, you got paid newsletters, and that's kind of what I'm in right now. And basically, people, and it's been it's been on the up and up at this point, and because of COVID, it's been kind of increasing even even faster. Um, I don't know if you guys subscribe to any newsletters or any paid newsletters, um, but it's getting really popular with with uh, certain hosting platforms like Substack and Review, and there's a couple other ones like Button Down and. You know, there's like there's like five or six of them. Um, the one I think of is like the uh, I see ads for it all the time. The Athletic, yep. where it's mm-hmm. like such and such article about sports. You know, like subscribe to the Athletic type, type right. of newsletter or uh, news platform, if you will. Right, right, yeah. That that that, that could, that's like one example of a newsletter. You know, the Athletic, and 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 perhaps you get like a weekly edition. Um, yeah. for that, but, you know, perhaps, you know, let's just, for example, they have a paywall that, you know, you can pay five bucks a month and you get an extra, like three editions and a special interview from, from an athlete or something. Um, and people are paying, I mean, there's, there's people that are making six figures having, you know, writing, you know, with a paid newsletter essentially. So it just basically monetizing your writing and monetizing your passion. Um, and that the whole paid newsletter thing, um, is kind of part of this whole passion economy. Uh, thing which was kind of uh, coined by uh, and- Andreessen Horowitz. Um, I don't know if you guys know the the VC uh, venture capital uh, 
A sixteen Z. Well, yeah, they, they they do VC venture capital. They, they back software companies. Um, a lot of people that are t- kind of talking about this new thing called the passion economy, where people are making money doing what they love. You know, that could be writing. That could be writing about fan fiction. You know, um, fan fiction, Harry Potter. You know, mixed with whatever sci-fi. You know, you just you write whatever you you love, and and people. You know, you got your audience. You got your thousand true fans. Um, and this concept was thought of like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, which basically say, says, you know, you can make a full time income if you have a thousand people that are your true fans, essentially. Um, that's kind of where this mm-hmm. whole passion economy kind of starts is you do what you love. You find the people that want to support you doing what you're what you're doing, essentially. And you make money off that. Um, and paid and newsletters is just one medium, essentially, to, to make that happen. Podcasts, it's no different, no different than you being a shoe cobbler. Right, yep. you, get your, you get your customers that come in; they love exactly, you. Yep. It's it's just so much easier for your lifestyle, yep. man. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and but the the cool thing about the digital stuff is, it scales. Um, you know, so much easier. Yeah, so much easier. It's so much cheaper. Cheaper. You know, you can go. You know, you can have ten. You can have a thousand. You can go from thousand to ten thousand just as easy as going from ten thousand to a hundred thousand. So there's yeah. a scalability where you don't really have to add. You know, because as being a shoe cobbler, you know, you got, you know, you, you basically trade hours for dollars, you know, um, sure, yeah. sure, you do what you love, but you're still putting in one hour to get 20 bucks um, with a scalable process. You know, these scalable businesses like newsletters, podcasts, podcasting is one of them. YouTube channels are another. Um, I mean, there, there's a bunch out there. Drop shipping, all, yeah. all of it. Yeah, exactly. Course, creating courses, um, anything that scales, basically you sell it, you know, you do the work once or you do, you know, you do it once uh, or one, once a week or whatever, but it could go out to one to a hundred to a hundred thousand to a million people. Um, but, you know, you'll need, you know, you only put it in like X amount of work. Um, so that's kind of what I've been noticing at this point in time is, you know, this whole digital entrepreneur, um, people making money, just doing making digital products and that's kind of what i'm into right now um and that's why i created one um another podcast that i run called newsletter crew and basically on that is i i interview every week i interview a newsletter creator and figure out how they're building running growing and monetizing mm. their newsletter hmm. um so that that's one thing and that's and that and i you know i didn't see that because i the reason why i thought of the idea is because you know, I'm I'm trying to create a paid newsletters as one of my side gigs. You know, side hustles. Um, I couldn't find anything on on uh, on podcasts or on Apple Podcasts about someone. You know, no, thing, yeah, that's you know, very, it's yeah. very, yeah, it's very niche. It's so so niche. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do that. Oh, sorry, can I say that? I'm, <laughs> I guess I have to <laughs> just keep going. We want you. We want you to. We want you to. Do that. That's good. No, that's good. But yeah, because I don't know. If, be, I don't know if this is explicit. But anyways, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll just I'm just gonna create a podcast uh, doing that. Um, and the other thing that I kind of realized is, you know, I can also use that as an audience. You know, as, as, I, as I do this podcast, I build an audience. People listen to it. People subscribe to it. I now have people's ears to kind of market my own thing to them. Mm. Uh, build your own brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, around that. It sounds like it's the new royalty. Yeah, ex- yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, whether, you know, you're Michael Jordan with his, you know, Jordan shoes or you, you know, in the 90s and you made music and you got you know, well, one point royalty off of every album you sold. Because like you said, you record the album once. You know, you create the digital content once. And if you happen to get a YouTube video that gets 20 million views, you know, there you go. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. I'm sorry if I cut you off. Oh, there. no worries, just, no worries. It, yeah, it's just that uh, I, I love what you're saying. I had to just tell you that. Yeah. Um, Talk about your... Talk about your day-to-day routine and how you stay motivated and, and how you keep into yourself sharp. You know, you got the nine to five, the family, you know, how are, how are you staying focused on the goal? Oh man, that's, yeah, that's, that's a hard one there. And uh, yeah, I mean, one, let's see one, one thing that I do. Um, so because of, you know, Corona, uh, my hours got yep. cut a little bit. So I'm, I'm only working around eight, uh, six hours a day. Like I got 20% cut. That's starting back up to 100% in about a week or two. But for the last two months, uh, when this was like prime COVID, I was, uh, yeah, working about six hours a day. So I had an extra two hours for free. Um, so what I did is, you know, I usually wake up at, you know, if this is a normal, you know, not non-COVID sort of day. Uh, wake up at around 630 
a.m., go to work uh, from 7 to 3. Uh, I like to do the early early morning. Um, I just feel, you know, feel if I can get up earlier, I get a little more energy. Uh, and if I don't, if I sleep in too long, you know, I just feel like I wasted an hour. So if I can kind of just keep to that 630, uh, go to bed at like 11 at most, you know, wake up at 630, get seven and a half hours of sleep, don't need any more. Um, and, you know, the, the more time, you know, and for me, it's like every single hour counts basically or every single you know 15 minutes is is big um but i wake up at 6 30 7 o'clock go to work work until about three get home so i'm about home at around oh actually the reason why you know actually the real real, real reason why i wake up at seven is i gotta drive and i want to skip traffic um so to, to save an hour yeah. to save an hour really <laughs> yeah yeah so i was like i'm gonna sacrifice you know because i used to, my old job i was waking up at nine but i had to i had a five minute commute now I have a 30 minute commute. I was like, well, this is going to work to get to get to work at nine. Cause I got to be an hour, you know, in traffic 45 minutes an hour and I need, and I need time. So I was like, I'm going to sacrifice me waking up at nine to wake up at six 30 to get that extra hour. Um, so I'm basically like back, back to what I was saying. I get home at three 30. Um, one thing that I always do is either go for a run or go to the gym um, or basically work out. Um, that's everyday thing. Uh, well, about five to six times. Like I have one rest day. One, it keeps you in shape you know two it helps me uh perform helps me motiv- you know keep motivated gives me the energy uh to keep going and you know and i'm at my desk you know i do computer stuff all day long and i gotta you know it, it helps me be in front of the computer 10 to 12 hours a day basically so i, I do that until about 4 30 um then i usually spend time with my family for about an hour or two uh you know with with, with my son with my with my wife um and then around six thirty seven ish, I just start working basically from seven to about ten. So another three hours, uh, do my you know do my side hustles. Uh, from ten to about eleven, I'm kind of with my wife. Um, just kind of alone time, basically. You know, babies usually sleep yep. by then. Hopefully, um, if not, you know, we're trying to get them to sleep. But uh, usually, kind of with my wife a little bit, kind of talking about the day, uh, talking about certain you know just just basic 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 things essentially. Um, go to bed at eleven. Um, and, and basically I do it again. Um, so that's kind of my general day, I guess. Um, and then because of the COVID thing now, I, I still wake up at six 30. I just, instead of the two hours at work, I just, I put those two hours in, into, into actual side hustles, basically. Man, I love Look, that. The I, gift of the extra time. Man, yeah. dude. It's hard. <laughs> that just resonated with me, man. Yeah. One thing that really keeps me going and you guys, this probably sounds bad, but I, I kind of drink every day and, and, and I'm not talking like, I'm not, I don't get drunk every day, but like, you know, I have a little, you know, I, I pour a little cognac or something, have a beer or something. And that just kind of loosens me up and just kind of gets me into a good flow state, you know? So I just kind of chill out, you know, just drink a little bit, not, not too much, you know, not too much. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of truth in that, you know, people that are able to, um, the, the able to not you know abuse it it can be a great uh it, it can be a great creative release or stress release yeah so, but so yeah go no, ahead. i was just gonna say so when he said that about the drinking i i instantly thought back to uh chad johnson the uh football player he had a thing of like going to mcdonald's like it was either like after practice or after a game, but he like it was it was like a thing. Like he would eat a cheeseburger, <laughs> like <laughs> nice. like before, after, or he it was like part of his routine. And so like I mean, whatever your routine is, like you don't have to copy someone else's routine. Just do what you know works for you. So yeah, no, I yeah. love it. I think back to I think back to exercise and anybody with a plan, no matter how bad it was was going to do better than someone with no plan. So like, you know, yourself, you know, your routine consistency is key, man. So, yep, yep, I love that. Yeah. And you know, the big thing that really just keeps me going every day is, you know, I, I just kind of, you know, it's kind of my family. I'm looking at them like, yeah, you know, when I get this, when I get this going and I don't have to have a job, I get, you know, four to five to six hours free every day. Now I get to spend time with my kids or my kid, uh, hopefully kids at some point, you know, with my wife, right with my family, I get to spend time traveling. Um, I get to build businesses that actually help people, you know, that are part of my community. Um, I get to help other people become entrepreneurs. That's, that's kind of what Indie Stacks about is, you know, kind of one of my, one of my side hustles I'm doing. Um, and I just feel, I, I just, I just kind of think about it, you know, in the future and just, I see myself being happy doing my nine to five or, or, 
basically I, I see myself being happy doing my own indie entrepreneurship basically and and uh and, and just there's just kind of like the, the other thing that kind of keeps me going is just not having to you know i guess you know at that point i get to wake up whenever i want i mean i still i'll still probably just keep that 6 30 to 7 a.m just because it really gets you know if you get that discipline, but the you know, choice but the choice yeah the choice to, the choice yep. to have you know like that one day i was like you know what i don't want to wake up at seven i'm just gonna sleep in that day whatever that choice there and and the other thing is um, i'm kind of trying to build you know my 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 moat essentially you know just in case something you know hits the fan if shit hits the fan i got i'm not reliant on one income i got five to six different incomes yep. and yep. if one of them or two of them go bad i still got four that are keeping me afloat and my family afloat love that love that you've been you've been just dropping motivation on us all night tonight <laughs> Thanks, all morning i should say all morning yeah 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 yeah, my, my bad. Um, Coop, what else you got? Yo, so I was going to ask along, so on your journey, right? Has there been any fear that you've had to overcome? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that? I mean, yeah, there, I mean, obviously there's, there's fears all the time, you know, there's, uh, you know, fear, you know, one of the big fears that I have, um, you know, time is finite. You don't have that much of it. Um, so I don't want to spend, for example, three to four years working on a company um, just to kind of see it fail and disappear and not, you know, make you that income. And it, it just kind of goes away. That's, you know, like basically I don't want to spend four to five years working on something that that's not what I want to work on um, being solo. So, you know, I used to have one company called Scout Out, uh, me and my friends. It was, it was our first uh, as a mobile app. You can still go to it. It's called scott.app.com. We don't, I mean, the app's not up on the app store anymore, but that's how, that's how I got into iOS development. Um, but that one, you know, it was just, it was really kind of shitty app now that I think about it, but, uh, <laughs> we spent like, but you did it, we, yeah, but you we did, did it. We, we launched it, you know, we got a hundred, hundred signups at most. Um, but we spent a good six months working on that, um, on the side, right? So I was working 40 hours plus 20, uh, 30 hours extra. And that, that was before I had a, a wife and kids. I was like four to five years ago. I was just, you know, I, I could, I, I did have the time to work 80 hours, hundred hours a week. Didn't give, you know, didn't really give a shit. Um, but basically, you know, we, we spent six to eight months and it failed. And I was like, wow, that, you know, in, in hindsight, it, I mean, it helped me get another job, you know, as an iOS developer, but, um, in hindsight, I was like, you know, and, and think about it that when, when I was going through, it, I was like, wow, I spent six, eight months working on this thing. Didn't get anywhere. You know, can I even do this? Can I even be an entrepreneur? Can I even make a product? You know, what is, what is this? This is like, not what I was thinking about when I was looking at Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, or all these people that are selling their software companies for billions. Like this is definitely right. not what I had in, you know, this was not what I had planned. Um, and that really got me down for a bit and kind of got me out of the, uh, out of the entrepreneurship thing for, for a good like year or so. I was just kind of doing other random stuff, you know, just partying and, and, you know, things that really weren't uh, beneficial, I guess, but just kind of growing up still. Yeah. Just kind yeah. of growing up and just doing, you know, I was like, you know, whatever, I'll put this to the side. I was still kind of working. I was learning things on the side. Cause you know, why not? I was learning web development at that point. Cause I was thinking maybe I could do a web app uh, or potentially do some freelancing or whatever. I mean, I was, I was still learning, but I just wasn't working on a real product. Cause I didn't want to go through that failure again, where, I spent, you know, a year, you know, six months, a year building something that fails, you know, that's, that's never a good, uh, that's never a good feeling. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the big fears, you know, am, am I working on something that people want, that people will find useful, that I will make money off of, um, you know, and basically not wasting time because you don't have that much of it, you know? Right. Cooper, that was a great question. Oh, yeah, it's one, it, hey, come on now. No, seriously, like. I don't care what people say about you. Like, <laughs> that was a phenomenal question. And I feel like that's, you know, just that, you know, time, time, right? The older you get, the more you realize how precious of a resource yep. that is. I, that's one thing. I, so anybody, anytime I talk to somebody in their 40s or 50s with that same fear, I always love to bring up, um, you know, Ray Kroc, uh, Colonel Sanders, um Tony Robbins, even like just guys that like guys that made it later for like, sure. You know what yep. I mean? Like, uh, so, but like, it is that legitimate fear that you have to just address. Like whenever I buy a rental property, my first, uh, or make like a business deal, my, 
my trained instinct right away is, oh, what did I just do? Right. And you just have to always bring it back to the, the logic of your why and, you know, like your passion about, you know, your SaaS or whatever, whatever the product is. Um, but yeah, everybody deals with it. Everybody deals with it. That's for I, sure. Cooper, great I t- I, question. I, I, tell, I tell my fear to go sit in the corner. Ooh, it's it's hard. Up. It's hard, though. You know, it's it's really hard because you just got to keep talking to yourself. And I just am like, dude, this has to work. Like, you can go sit over there and don't come t- come talk to me in like a, an hour or something. Nice. <laughs> right? Because it's a, it's, it's, it's a good yeah, strategy. Yeah, you got to have that self-talk, you know, so. Yeah, that's, you know, that's why real estate is also a good thing. You know, it's like, it's proven. It's a proven thing. It's been around for thousands of years. It's not going away. You know, that's one, that's another reason why I have real estate. It's like, you can't, you can't I mean, you can fail at it, but, you know, the, the process of renting, you know, buying a property, renting it out. Um, if we're doing the burst strategy or whatever you're doing, or if we're, you know, yeah. it's, it's proven, you know, you just put in the money, you know, put in the work to find the tenants, uh, to upkeep the property and you're going to get, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get money, you know, you're going to get cash. You can't fail, you know, unlike a, like a software where, you know, you build, you know, you build the software from scratch and, and, you know, no one wants it. Um, but that's, that's one reason why I want real estate to be kind of like my base income, uh, that gets me, you know, that that base two that, to three or four foundation. Yeah, foundation yeah. income that, you know, it's not going away. It's going to be there in five, 10, 15, 20 years. Technically, technically in recessions, rent prices go up. Right. Yeah, right? exactly. They just, rent just keeps always goes yep. up. Yep. Yeah. Right. As long as you're not in a rural area. Right. right. Um, I think, I think my last question I have is kind of what's, what's your next one big thing, right? It doesn't have to be the end goal, but like, what's your next big rock that you're going after? So the the next, well, I, I, I I'm always working on a few things because of you know the com- yep. compounding effect, um, and people are saying you know you know just start now and then in five years you know you'll you'll it'll get it'll get there you know just slowly build on it because you know compounding every year things compound mm-hmm. on itself so better to start now than start in five years. Love um, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of them is Indie Stack. That's the online community for independent entrepreneurs. Um, my goal at this point is just to hit 150. Uh, People, you know, 100, 150 users. Um, at at this point, we have about 50. So we started we started two months ago. We were at 50 users. Um, trying to get that up to 150. At that point, what I want to start doing is, um, kind of put a paywall up and just kind of have a subs. You know, so for anyone that signs up now, you know, you're you're get you get them for free forever. I mean, that that's kind of the the, you know, just because you supported the community at the very beginning, you know, you don't, you know, there's no paywall there, but for anyone else, after about 150 users, once we start getting people to kind of, you know, once we start getting a real community um, and I, and I, I want to throw a paywall up one, you know, just to, you know, make some cash because um, it does take time to build a community to make it flow. Uh, people yeah. want, you know, you want to get paid for your, for your work. Uh, the other thing is, you know, it, 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 uh, it stops the people that aren't serious um, going into the community um, so kind of it, it causes some traction, so people you know so it doesn't grow too too fast. Um, so that that's a double edged thing. That's that's the first thing is get, hit that 150 goal for Indie Stack. The other goal is uh, with my newsletter. So I'm I'm creating a newsletter software, um, and I I don't want to I don't want to say it is like what it is right now because I'm still kind of in the in the ideation phase. But I want to do something in the newsletter space because um, my whole career goal, and and I and I kind of thought of this about couple months ago i was like what do i really want to do with my life like what's the passion because what everyone's saying that you know once once you have the income you'll realize that that's not what you really wanted you really mm-hmm. what yeah. you really want is meaningful work yeah so i was like well what's what's the thing that i really want to do like what's my what's the meaning in life for, for for me and i was like well what i want to do is i want to help people become independent entrepreneurs so how do i do that one i start i started the community indie stack one of the independent incomes that anyone can build is a paid newsletter or a newsletter. So what I, what I did is I was like, you know, I'll create a, I'll, I want to create a product that helps people build, uh, you know, newsletters, essentially, or paid newsletters to, to help them become independent entrepreneurs. Um, so the other thing is build that. So I want to get my MVP out, which is a minimal viable product, um, basically enough, enough functionality to make it work and have someone pay for it. Um, while also building up a uh, newsletter crew, which is my podcast. Uh, and its primary primary function is uh, kind of used for as a marketing channel to funnel people into my SaaS that I'm building. Um, so those are the two prime things, or I guess the three prime things that I'm doing at this point in time. That's my main goal. I love that. I love it. 
I love yeah. that. And you know what? Also, you know, saving money uh, to build, you know, buy another property always. That that's always on the back of my head. Yep, has to be. Yep, yep. Cool, man. This was good. This was good. Uh, Euro slot. Um, my last question is, um, what's one thing you can tell our followers? You know, like one one piece of advice that you want to tell them. One piece of advice. Yeah, I gotta gotta think about that one. But the biggest thing is. You know, get out of that, get out of that nine to five job. I mean, unless it's something you really love doing, you know, if that's, if your nine to five job is what you want to do in life, which is it's probably not find what you want to do and just start doing that, you know, do it as a side hustle, spend an hour or two a day, uh, maybe, maybe do it over the weekends, maybe spend, you know, you don't got time in the, on the weekdays, spend four or five hours on the weekends. It doesn't matter. Just, just do, you know, find what you want to do, you know, put all of your extra free time into it, cut out all the fat in your I guess in, inside in your in your like like I like I have like I have no all every single minute is used for something. I'm I'm tr- you know even yeah. when I'm on Twitter, I mean I I go on Twitter just to do marketing, to build up my audience, to build up indie stack, to build up newsletter crew, to build up X Y Z. You know that's why I'm on Twitter. You know sure I I do sometimes go on Facebook and and kind of screw off there, and I, I'm definitely bad at that. But that's something I got to work on. But just try to cut the fat out so you, you got the most amount of time and then just start doing what you love to do with that free time. Once that free time, you know, is making you enough money to kind of replace your, your income, you know, quit your job and just start doing what you, what you love. Um, you know, the time is just too short to uh, be working at nine to five. Man. Great, great advice. Everybody just replay that and then listen to how hyped Cooper got when he said trim the fat. <laughs> Like that's the that's great the chisel egg. dab all way, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that that's Cooper's motto. <laughs> uh, bonus question, Yaroslav, what book are you reading right now? Ooh, um, yeah, man, I gotta figure it out. Let me let me let me get it. Um, I'm reading. I I really gotta finish it at some point. It's called Hold: How to uh, What Is It? How to Find, Buy, and and Rent Houses for for Wealth. That's what I'm reading right now, and I've been reading Ooh. that for like I don't know months. I I gotta finish it up. Well, you're, you're busy. busy yeah, I'm busy. No, yeah. That that sounds yeah. that sounds like a great book. Yeah, it's a good one. A good um, one. well, let let's end with this. Obviously, we know. Um, you know, if if you're interested in you know connecting with Yaroslav, definitely check out Indie Stack. Yep, IndieStack.org. Dot um, org. And do you want to tell us, you know, where else we can you know continue to connect with you and follow along with your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, if you guys, yeah, if you guys are interested, um, I'm uh, at Yarobagri. That's Y A R O B A G R I Y um, on Twitter. Also on Instagram, um, you can find me, uh, if you guys want to email me, uh, yarsla.bagri at everco.io. Kind of a long one, but uh, maybe you guys can include it in the show notes. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, those are kind of the main channels that you guys can find me at. Um, yeah, I'm always respond. So if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to hop on a call or anything, uh, I'm always down. So I'm always here to help independent entrepreneurs. That's my goal. Love that. Love it. Yaroslav, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for talking, Good. you know, thank- talking to us, giving us your knowledge. Thank you, Cooper. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Really love what you guys are doing with shit building. Keep it up. Thanks, Yaroslav. Thanks, Yarosla. Awesome. Another great episode, Coop. Yaroslav yeah, uh, brought the heat. Where do you find these guys, man? You you be bringing the heat, bro. Uh, what's the saying like attracts like <laughs> heat right heat i mean attracts heat yeah yeah <laughs> i, I just made that up i'm sorry no no anyways copyrighted <laughs> copyrighted no but i I love that story i love how he's attacking um entrepreneurship and relationships from a just a different angle than you or i probably yeah, would for have, sure you know um yeah, it, and there's and he's right. There's just unlimited scalability and opportunity with tech. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So, a couple of things I picked. You know, just looking at my notes here, um, freedom, right? You know, he talks about like why he's doing what he does. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to being able to be free right you know 
so many people think it's about the money, it's about the lifestyle, it's about um, this, that, or whatever. But when it comes down to it, we all just want to be free. Yeah, people who figure money doesn't like money's great, right? Money's a it's tool, a tool. It's a tool. That's all, that's all it's it is. It's just a tool. Yep. Yep. Um, so I, I love I love that, and uh, so multiple streams of income. This might go over some people's heads, but um, <laughs> so Grant Grant so Grant Cardone, right? Oh, back I'm to just, Uncle I'm just G. Saying, I'm back just saying, to Uncle I, G. I had to. I had to. Um, <laughs> he t- he talks about you know to always keep that that one stream, like to never quit a job or whatever to go start on another stream, right? He talks about you always want to keep your mainstream going. And you want to build that mainstream because your mainstream will fund your side hustles, which like he said it, you know, his, he's living, exactly. He's he's living living that his main job helps them to get a, to get a, um, a loan that he then can go turn around and buy rental properties. And I was going to say it, like if he read, uh, rich dad, poor dad, cause that's like textbook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like your your main job, how's it go? Your main job buys assets, and then your assets pay for your, buy your yeah luxuries. buy your luxuries. Yep, yep. So just like Tyler Anderson with his uh, you know his Porsche, yeah, exactly, right, exactly, yep. exactly. Um, yep. hey, you can jump in whenever, dude. I don't don't, don't let me uh. St- no, it's a great episode. Uh, great, great episode. So he, then he hit me with the forty years of life at a job. <sighs> I got a story for this one. I'm just, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so um, for a summer in my early 20s, Coop, I worked for a auto parts distribution center where I literally would, I basically was a robot before, you know, robots were created. (laughs) And I would, you know, go up and down an aisle and fill bins and totes full of parts. It was my little summer gig. Um, I think it was like 20, 21. And one of my guys who I would partner with was just this, you know, this old timer, you know, is it 65, 66, like mid sixties. I mean, um, you know, been working there for, at the plant for 35 years or whatever it is. Always had a big old lower lip full of tobacco <laughs> moving slow, just so excited for the weekend. Cause he could go fishing on his day yeah. off. And I never saw someone work so slow or be so depressed on Monday, you know? And he was like, yep, only six more years and I can retire. You know, like, it was like, man, that's not life. It's not, it's not, it's not life, man. It's not life. And and that's, and so, you know, when he said that, um, and then even in the beginning when he talked about, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is risky, but uh, having Having going to a job where you are not in control of what happens is just as risky. And you use the corona, like how many people found that Man. out? Man, and it's 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 crazy. You know, you get and I'm guilty, you know, I'm I'm guilty, you know, you get lulled to sleep, right? And bam a recession or bam corona. And then you just realize like, oh man, I better get into next gear and, and work on this plan, you know, work on this plan, whatever it's working, you know, whatever you're working towards. But yeah, man, that, that, um, really resonated with me there. And then, uh, just the routine, man. We talk about that all the time. I feel like, um, I just, no wasted no minutes. Wasted minutes. And if you guys listen, he's got his hours broken down and this is something I need to be better. I need, you know, I'm trying to work on this too, but like he's got his hours broken down. Like, and what did he say? He gets up like an hour early so he can avoid a couple hours to waste less time in traffic. traffic. I'm just, I'm just saying like, yeah, he's, he's working his tail off so he can spend more time with his family later. I'm just saying it's good. That's, that's another great episode. Coop. That's all I got, man. You got, you got, you got anything you want to add? Nope. Nope. I, uh, I'm, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm good. good. Okay, I'm all right, good. Uh, I'm good. ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to subscribe uh, to the podcast. Um, hey. Check out Average Skill Phenomenal Will 
by, by E.T. E. Eric, Eric Thomas. Thomas. We're reading that too. That that review is going to be fire. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be like, I'll have like about 10 minutes. <laughs> We're probably going to have to cut Cooper off around 50 I'm going to let so. you go. Uh, I'm going to let you go, man. You, I'm going to let you go first. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. I'll get it in. Yeah, no. Appreciate the support. And Cooper, I appreciate you. All right, man. man. I will talk to you. Oh, no, I will see you next week, yep, right? I'll see you next week too, man. All right. Everybody, see you next week.